years. So there are some new people here today. So basically, the term we use to imply the activities, well, that's a long sentence, selfing. So selfing to me is uh, an activity that the mental state is performing. And what it is, is it uses the sense of claiming. So it claims whatever it's come in contact with through consciousness. And it says that it's the one that's doing it. So consciousness isn't sensed as what I am. And, and what I am being what I am by seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It's seen now as I'm the one who's conscious. Yeah? So I'm the one who could be less conscious or more conscious. So it's a, it's, it's a really subtle shift. But it's profoundly huge if you're on one end of it. Yeah? So that sense of my... So the selfing is it's using the let's say the thoughts basically most people their relationship with a thought is that it, it's my thought I did it I'm, I'm thinking it or it's about me or it's about someone or something in relation to me as a body so the thought system sees us as a body the thought system when the thoughts the thoughts are about us as a body so when you think about yourself or not you but when there's thinking about you the you that it's that's being thought about is a body it could be a spiritual body it could be a, a bad person body a good person but it's going to be referred as a body the whole thought system so the thought system basically dwells on us as a body yesterday and tomorrow in the yesterday and tomorrow so for, for us to have a feeling to, of being what we're not it has to be thought about that's one of the ways it gets reinforced it's not your natural arising to feel like you're a body it's produced yeah? it has to be reinforced constantly so the thought system is pretty much the great vehicle of that. Supposedly some research says you have 50,000 thoughts a day, some say 70,000 thoughts a day. Some people I know would say 100,000 thoughts a day because they're being driven crazy. So those thoughts are being used to imply that you're, you're the thinker or a body or the thought about. So basically this is how something that could never happen can seem to happen. Yeah? It has to be applied. It's in the application of the glue. There is no bondage, but it's just the constant application of the glue that the mind, the big M mind, can make a leap into thinking it's that, the body. Yes? So the thoughts can't produce you as a body. The thinking can't produce you as a body. But how the thinking is held, if it's held as yours or about you, that can produce the seeming sense of being a body. Because constantly you're following the thoughts, and the thoughts are constantly pointing to you as a body in all the stories that they're about. Yeah. And basically, thoughts are just about something. Really, you never think isn't like a fucking precision cruise missile. It's more like a fucking you know. It, it's not a smartphone. It just you never get the hit of what you're thinking about because you're just thinking about it. Yeah. It's a very vague this, but it's not supposed to be specific because your appearance is reinforced in vagueness. 
if you if it got really really specific, you would see the impossibility of it. So it's very very vague. Yeah. So the thought system is usually preoccupied with yesterday and tomorrow because that's where you can be pictured. Yeah. Because right now there is something going on that in yesterday and tomorrow it's not going on, which is the I am. Yeah. In yesterday it was I was, and in the future it's I'm gonna be. But right now the I am doesn't point to a body. The invitation right now is very clean. We're all on, and it's very difficult to override the fact that, yeah, there's a lot of people seemingly looking, but there's only one, there's not even one seeing, there's just seeing, obviously, because basically the basis of your life is the basis of this life, and it's the basis of all the lives, yeah? And it's the one that gets left the most unnoticed because we're so busily being engaged with all the thoughts and the feelings that have been are being used to promote me as a separate, long-lasting, independent entity. Yeah, we miss the obviousness of it. That our whole life here, every one of our lives, is based on consciousness. And maybe you have some disability, but most people, the five senses are open, the five doors aren't broken, or the hinges aren't gone. So you're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching all day. There it is. That that is the sense of I, or whatever you want to call it, any. Yeah, is consciousness, being. It's not wasing or willing. It's being, and it's every second of every day. When we're running around, it's demonstrating itself. Yeah, it's just basically revealing itself to itself. Now, what's happening? How can we miss the obviousness? It's like when I was young, we went to Catholics. You know, we had Catholic class, whatever it was, and they always used to really bang these three qualities of God incessantly. It's omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. So, in other words, it's everywhere all-powerful and all-knowing. And then you would wonder, then why aren't I running into it, you know? Why aren't I running into that which is everywhere? I would, you would think it would obviously be obviously available to me. So what, there must be something in place that's causing the obviousness not to seem obvious. Because that which isn't can't get rid of that which is, but it can disguise it in a way. And that's what it's done. It's disguised it. So the nothingness or the spaciousness or the emptiness of everything has been disguised by a little like paper mache, little surfacing. Yeah. So all we see is in very skin deep. We only see things. We're not sensing the space of everything. Yet it's always available at all times. And we have the capability of do it, have, uh, sensing it. It's not a special customized thing you have to work lifetimes to produce, it's basically obvious. Yeah? And if you just look at the basic I amness that's happening now, does it demonstrate any thought or effort in being what it is? I mean, like your eyes can hurt, but the seeing never hurts. The seeing never hurts. Oh, fucking, I've had enough. You know what I mean? No, I've I've heard eight million things a day, not one fucking nobody gets it. No, it's just on completely. And it's being what it is. So what it is, is whatever arises and is available, it can be conscious of. Yeah? I don't see how you could think 
thought of effort would lead you to what doesn't demonstrate any thought of effort. I don't see how you're going to know yourself into being. All knowledge is really about what we're not. By recognizing what you're not, sooner or later there'll be an intimation of what you are, which is that which is seeing what you're not. Yeah? But that which is seeing cannot be seen. It's not an object to an observer. That's all made up. It can't be experienced. You're not going to experience it. You'd have to be, it would have to be something else other than you, or you'd have to be something else other than it to experience it. And that's not it. That's the whole thing. Most of this whole place is built on knowledge, but really all that knowledge does is lead you to its own limitation, because whatever is knowing can't be known. I don't care how much knowledge I think I acquired, the sense of knowing, I never can turn my knowing on the knowing. It's never going to be a topic as me as the subject. It's subjectivity. So the knowledge is about what you're not. Or like Ramana Maharshi says, all spiritual practices is basically just to sort of erase ignorance. It has nothing to do with producing anything because that which is, is here. And now, at all times, always available with no requirement necessary to meet it because you wait past the point of meeting it. You are it. Meeting it would be a whole, no, a whole huge dance in time and space again, where you'd be the star as an action figure. The immediacy of it takes absolutely no time to dawn on itself. So, over the years of all these things, the talks and everything, I had no idea, I wasn't planning, all right, I'm going to plan a path of negation, because that's happened already before. But as things were revealed, it's obvious that's the only package that works, is the negating of what we're not, because sooner or later, <laughs> what you are, throughout, throughout all the negating of what you're not, is going to shine through. And when it finally seems to shine through, in a sufficient enough manner, it's gonna, there's going to be realization that it's always been this way. It's never not been this way. It never will not be this way. So no matter how convinced I were was of something else, as soon as this dawns, that convincing has no convincing ability. It's totally dismissed. As if nothing ever happened. So after a while, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. It feels like nothing ever fucking happened. Maybe you're on to something. <laughs> and then what happens? Shit happens. And then you've gotten both, you have both views now. Shit happens, but nothing ever happened. See? There's, everything's happening, but nothing ever happened. Yeah. We never happened. We're happening. There is no we that can be that can happen. It's just happening. So finally, because the mental logic is off, it's like a slog, it's like a sludge through a very thick, muddy ravine. Its logic is just, it's with, where what they cost, talk about in the course, reason would have you, reason would have you, exactly. Reason, there's a lot more flow to it. I don't like the word reason, but what I was implying is the seeing has its own logic when it when it translates here. 
and it does, it's not full of right angles and this, therefore, that, and on, on, and on. It's not cause and effect or time-based. Yeah? And I'll tell you, when that starts flowing through this, this may feel like, yeah, this works a lot better. It's like someone, a car that really needed like uh, low-grade gas, and you've been feeding it super premium gas because you think you're so special and unique, and then finally you take it off, all that shit, and it runs better. You can't deny it because reason has been restored. And now blue is blue and red is red. I call it, you know, the horses in front of the cart. Fucking things make sense. Not in a mentological way, but in a much, much more comprehensive way. Where there's not, it, it doesn't come under review and get thought about. It just happens. Something, something, it's like bubbles pop up inside and then there's a reverberation and then the mental state like Johnny come lately will try to think about it but it's already so it, it, you caught it the mental state can only take it by claiming it was the one who had it when it when it's not here at this point the thinking about it is seen to be fucking absurd if it's here the best the, the logical response is I'm going to think about it but if the if if the claiming, if you have, if you, if the sense of self is weakened because it has to have thought to imply that it was before what it's always come after. Yeah. If you see it as an afterthought, there's not much to think about. If you see it as the thought that's before everything, then everything is thought about. So if you see the thought that's that's appearing as us and see that thought of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, every time it arises, you don't see it as a thought. You see it as you. And then that you has all the other thoughts. This thought has the other thoughts. That's the heist. The heist that never happened. Or as of course, with to me the, the most incredible wor wor word is seeming, because it means it appears to be true or false to you. Basically, you're at the end of all the roads. Yeah, you can have the great like in recovery. We may have the greatest program, but if the person's not interested in applying it, it has no effect because you and I will always override fucking everything here. So seemingly, it appears to be true or false to you. Everything here can only reach a seemingly so level. Nothing has come into creation. It only seems to be so to what? To us. So how could something that's not so seem to be so, so, so? It must be appearing to be so to us. To what is so? We're dreaming. How could something that seems so real and then you suddenly, whatever, you get hit by a lightning bolt, literally. And so you, and then the next second, that which has been propped up and seen as real for 45, no, it's not real at all. Did it suddenly just become not real? It was real, 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 and then suddenly became not real. No, it was never real. Yeah? And in fact, then there's no need for, to see it as not real. 
<laughs> that's what it's like. That's that's a solution worthy of the term solution. Because it's not based the freedom is prior to the bondage. The bondage from this point, from the point prior to the thought, from the point prior to this statement that Ravana Maharshi says. The, the, the presupposing a non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation for that thing or wanting to get a tuna milk for that thing or wanting to get pants for that thing could be thousands of other things but right there at that moment of presupposing where what is there what is the presupposing presupposing to where that space where's the space we are in dreaming giving everything all the reality it has the only way something that's not so could appear to be so it has to appear to be so to reality it's got to be dreaming and taking it to be so so the, the solution when the solution, and it doesn't dawn on you because it's dawning as you all the time, from there the solution imp- imply it just immediately tells you there is no problem, that it's an activity. Yeah? From the problem you need a solution. From the problem it has mutated where you need a lot of solutions. It's mutated that you need a lot of solutions on a lot of different levels. You know? You need a solution of realizing you're not a body, and you need a solution that your body's burning up in a house and you've got to find a pail of water. You need tons of solutions all day. But here, prior to the bondage, there is no bondage. That's the only solution worth its salt, is that there is no bondage. After, there is, there is bondage, and then there's the hope for freedom, coming from the reality of the bondage and it isn't real there's a huge difference between knowing and being you can know everything here everything but you can't know you you can't know what you cannot know what you are you can only be what you are and when you realize you can only be what you are you'll be seeing you've only been what you are this whole freaking time nothing ever really happened it's happening, but it never made anything. It could not make what's not so, so. It's an impossibility. It cannot make what's not so, so. It can only imply to what is so that it is so. That's all it can do. That's what the thought system is being used for. The feelings are being used for. And most specifically, the actions of the body, because everyone gets convicted by the actions of the body here. In this courtroom, what you do will fucking get you sent up for 40 years. I've seen it. Just a thought, no one's thought at all, but suddenly, this giant beacon of mindness sucks the thought in, the thought ruminates, maybe rotates quite a lot, and convinces you and leads you to a point of fuck it, and then you go, fuck it, I'm sick and tired of that person, and you kill them. Now that thought, that was no one's thought, has found its existence through us. We've given it life. And it wants to prove it, so the most way it can approve it is by how long it can extend its effects, basically. Just like this, I got run over 1980, 
It's like I got run over. Yes. 1980, the body got run over. Now, ever since then, this has produced an effect every second of every day of the action figure's life. 36 years. That's a damn fucking good effect. Where did it start? I remember exactly. It was started in the head. The thoughts were talking. Um, a big party erupted at this bar that no one was at. You better get down there. You missed something. And of course, I was so used to being led by it, I was led once again. Where millions of times I was led, but the, the consequences seem short-lived and not too, not too dramatic. But this one caught me by total surprise. I woke up in a hospital, and now, now I'm a star of a hospital melodrama for the next fucking years. Then I saw the severity, as Jesus says, as you think, so it is. Then I saw it. I saw it, but still at the effect of it. But I saw that the power wasn't the thought. It was my power. That I was, it was being so freely given to the thought by being identified as a thought. A long-lasting, independent, separate entity. That's a thought. When you were seemingly a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, when you were a baby, you didn't have any sense of being different. So obviously, it had to somehow get relayed to you. What was the messenger? Your natural ability to reason? No, it was the mental fucking state. It gave, you a, gave us a story, then life stopped being happening, stopped being a... Life, you know, you see it as life is happening, and then suddenly it gets replaced with an interpretation. Life's happening to me. The beautifulness is it, if you see it, see it as clear as you want to see it, because what all of that knowledge about it is going to reveal is you're not that. You're not the center of the whole fucking commotion. That, and you never were that. This is not a Homeric journey of leaving something we're in and finding a great place out of it. The whole message is you cannot transcend an imaginary place. You cannot, you cannot solve an imaginary problem. And that doesn't it ring? Doesn't it ring in there? Did you did you have to get the ringer and get the thing and then ring it? It just rings on its own. And how long does it take? No time. When we're looking for us, the us in action that we are is mimicking itself all day. Consciousness. <laughs> So, but the stubbornness of being identified as a body is now we want to become conscious, but framed as a body. <laughs> when consciousness doesn't have a body, <laughs> it's not a thing. It doesn't have muscles that need to be worked on. It's not doing consciousness. I've been doing consciousness. I'm much more conscious than I was. So I'm going to up my fucking regimen of doing consciousness. I'm doing consciousness 12 hours a day. <laughs> Look at my fucking consciousness. But that's great if you had consciousness. But you are consciousness. You're being it. You can't. <laughs> it's a different beast. And we're trying to apply a mental logic to make sense of that, and it cannot make sense of it. So one's got to go. One seems to have gone already, our, our own nature. Yeah? 
But I, the other one doesn't even have to go. Just see it's not you. All of its activities, thoughts are being used by a mental process to imply you. When that thing is seen through, the thoughts now that you'll have will be like, where are the keys that I left? And as soon as the keys are found, they will recede. They will not stand over it and go, you've lost your keys many times, and you're a fucking key loser, and da-da-da-da. No, That's just, it just recedes back into space. So the thought system isn't the culprit. It's how it's being used by some fucking insanity. Yeah, It's being used just like the feelings. No, feelings are just feelings, but when they're your feelings, they're like, they're, they... You're embarking on a huge fucking novel, you know? Let me tell you about my feelings. <laughs> what are they based on? What's not happening? Well, I'd rather skip that for today. <laughs> well, then I have nothing else to say. Great. You can just sit here and... <laughs> Maybe something will sink in. <laughs> a one little drip goes a long way I'm serious what you are doesn't need dissertation it fucking doesn't all it needs is a few clues yeah <laughs> it does it may not need many like one crumb it can see everything in one little example yeah and once you see the heist, in a way, it's the same crime over and over and over again. It just has different length and different degrees and different locations, but it's the exact same. A thought puts itself prior to everything when it's an afterthought. That's the heist. So what you think you are about now becomes the reference point and what you are may become a topic to it or not in most cases it's not even a topic and this here from here yeah but in fact is here it's never going to arrive to where it already is Time. Like the Course says, one of the main purposes is, is to save us time. Yeah. There's a saving of time because the quality of us is not is timeless. You'll sense it. When you show up in your own life, what a story of forty years will get erased at least as if there was no chalk mark on any of the chalkboards. And it'll be implied that it was never ever so, that it never happened. Because its 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 exit is so fast, you realize that it was never hit. It had never entered. Yeah. It can be seen like it's exit, but it's so quick you realize it, it was never there to exit. That's why it was so fast exiting because it was never there in the first place. It's just a freaking sleight of hand. Yeah. So for this, for some of the people that haven't been here, so Ramana Maharshi, a great master, he would say, let's say there is that sense of I am, and then something arises. Statement, a presupposing or non-existent thing wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. 
And then he says, all right, if that's in place, the next point would be realizing that all your spiritual practices are being used to reinforce the non-existent thing, then how could they destroy it? Which is beautiful. It's a beautiful statement, yeah? So all the spiritual practices are being used, not by you, but in the mental state, to reinforce the non-existent thing. So the non-existent thing gets a sense of existing by activity, yeah? So if there's some there's if there's some living for it, that it means it's fucking seeming as real as real can be, because it would be insane to live for something that isn't so. That's what happens a lot when it's revealed to people. They're in a house and someone finally says, Hey, you can leave anytime you want. But now they've got a mortgage on the house, they got a loan on the house, they bought a lot of new furniture, they got a juicer, they got this. They're not ready, they're not they wait wait a minute, they may want to stay in this house. <laughs> this is what happens. A case builds up long enough, it's it's produced causeless effects and extended it long enough that now it feels as if it's of loss. It feels as if it's going to give value up to be free. Yeah? It's a beautiful, like, propaganda, public relation, everything. It's really unbelievable. Yeah? But if you see it, if you see it once, you'll see, you can see it all the time. Because it's an activity. And there's always that which is seeing the activity. And if it doesn't dawn on you, then just keep seeing more activity. <laughs> because it's going to dawn on you. You're the seeing of it. <laughs> so if you're in recovery, this illuminates the path of recovery. You're in the Course of Miracles, you're the illuminating quality of the Course of Miracles. Yeah. It's a download from your own mind as a gift to your own mind. In this place where you think you have a, a private mind. <laughs> and it's the gift that keeps on giving. Because maybe you read the course maybe eight years ago, the downloads still keep going. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not the provider of the downloads it's the trigger of the downloads that's all you're the source of all the downloads <laughs> so yeah just a simple invitation I like what he says. I can't. I, I brought the books just in case no one here inspired me, <laughs> which happens quite a lot. So. But I better have a backup. <laughs> I'll just read the simple ones from the beginning. He says, There is no greater mystery than the following. Ourselves being the reality, we seek to gain reality. He could have stopped there, but he. Plunge the knife deeper. <laughs> Please, Ramana, take it easy. But that's enough. There is no greater mystery than the following. Ourselves being the reality, we seek to gain reality. 
Now, how could that make so much sense? There must be something in place that makes it totally logical to seek reality. The identification as the body. We think there is something hiding our reality. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and that it must be destroyed. Yes. It must be destroyed before the reality is gained. Yes. That is ridiculous. A day will dawn when you will yourself laugh at your past efforts and even in your seeming present efforts. <laughs> that which will be that which will be on the day you laugh is also here and now. Now, does this, has this projected mileage in the spiritual pursuit, this statement? Has it projected the, the essential need to dedicate a lot of time? Does it? Does he say, does it imply any of that? Does it imply any of that? There is no greater mystery than a following. Ourselves being the reality, not ourselves knowing the reality, but ourselves being the reality... Yeah, that's that's all you needed to say. <laughs> the dilemma, you need a mop-up crew because what will happen is we'll all go, yes, I'm the reality, but as a body. It'll be held as a body, you see? The human the programming of the selfing is very fast. I like to use the example of like, let's say that you're a clone, but you have human programming. So the human programming is you're pictured as you from Long Island and you were from an Irish descent or whatever and you like the Yankees and all like this. And, you know, you, a whole story and it gives meaning to your drab life or whatever or hope, you know, for a better life. And you're living as that and suddenly you're confronted with a huge amount of evidence that what you were taking to be Paul is a clone. Because there's thousands of Pauls as bodies in the downstairs, you know, cavern. All right? So you would think, oh, that, that's, there's no need for any more evidence, obviously, because your whole uniqueness was triggered and reinforced every time you look at the mirror and, and you saw other people, so you realize, yes, Paul and Paul. So there's the message. You think it would go beautifully through, but what receives the message that you're a clone is the human programming. So the clone is there, and if it heard that it was a clone, it, might have, it may have been like clone heaven. You know, fuck, fuck, so fucking tired of this human life. Well, you're a clone. Hallelujah. But it's, it's the myth that catches the message, which is beautiful. The message is perfect. You're a clone. Yeah? But what catches the message is the human programming. And to the human program, fuck, I'm a clone? Oh. <laughs> you know? What? Yeah. It's like a total... It's like fucking Armageddon. Yeah? So it's not the message. It's what's receiving the message. And why not be clear that what's hearing the message in most cases is not you? It's the first thing that puts the mid up. It's the first thing that catches everything here. And what happens is, when it catches everything, it will use whatever it catches to verify itself. Spiritual practices, spiritual this, spiritual that. Yes? Everything. Nothing is off, off limits to it. It'll, whatever it can catch, it will claim, and you'll be presented as the one that's doing it. Or having it, or losing it, or whatever. Yes? On and on and on and on and on. 
So a thought, an afterthought, takes to be prior. When it's prior, takes to be prior, you feel historical. You think you were there before things ever happened. When you're not. You're, the, the idea of Mark or Paul is an afterthought. It's produced. What you're suffering from now is produced after the thought. There is no of that suffering prior to the thought. And what allows you to travel lighter through the suffering of being after the thought is not getting the greatest ways to travel lighter as after the thought, but entertaining you're not that. That you're prior to the thought. Because the relief from suffering that actually stabilizes is not from here. Here it's suffering, relief, suffering, relief, suffering, relief. They almost beget each other. It's like a slinky. Suffering, relief, suffering. But the problem is, in most of our ratios, there's a hot lot more suffering than there is relief. It's a bad deal. We get about 80% suffering, and then we get the highs of being relieved from a fucking stabilized low. You know, someone's been bummed out three months, they go to the beach, I had a great day, and then three more months of being bummed out. Fuck. The relief just makes it worse. Because now you know the next time you're bummed out, I once had relief. <laughs> what did I do not to be... What did I do to ban myself from relief? Again, it's selfing, selfing, selfing. If, there's, if you're not all of this, you'll lose interest in what supports your, all of this. That's what will happen. You won't see thoughts as mine. You'll see thoughts... You'll, you'll have feelings, but they won't be your feelings. So there won't be a feeling that gets brought back every week based on a fucking story that you once felt it 20 years ago. All of that stuff, you can see through it, and that's the, that's the basis of traveling lighter here. Because here you can travel heavy. So the real joy of what's so isn't in what's so. It doesn't need any joy. It's where... what. The awareness of being what's so, its joy manifests here where it can be forgotten, seemingly. That's the only value it has is here. It's what, that which is all value doesn't need value, right? But here, when something, when you realize that most of the troubles and woes that are being produced here are being produced out of what's not happening. Yeah? When you see that, then what's happening has a huge influence here. You travel lighter. And after you travel lighter for a while, seemingly as an action figure, you realize, in my case, that's why, you know, that's more than enough. Then the ideas of enlightenment that people are using to destroy them fucking selves, you can point out that they're not enlightened and they should be enlightened. And worse off, if they think someone else is enlightenment. And they're all, fuck, how could he be enlightened if I'm not? On and on. Yeah, None, you lose interest in all that. It's awesome. So you just lo- you lose interest in the need to be liberated because what needs to be liberated isn't you. All of that goes. It just weakens. It doesn't even have to go. It weakens. Your interest just alights somewhere else. Like for me... If you're taking yourself to be a thought, then there's a faith, there's a devotion to the thought system, and that faith in the thought system is what produces the effects out of what's not happening. How could something that's not happening produce any effects? Unless it's happening to us. We're the cause of all cause. But what would happen if the faith in the thought system was freed from that, 
what would it do now? Find out. But in my case, it enriches my day. It allows me to have an ease and comfort because my day isn't bookended by yesterday and tomorrow. So there is a solution. And if when it dawns on you, even the solution disappears. There's no need of solution for an imaginary problem. As soon as it reveals the imaginariness of the activity, there's no need for a solution. You are what you're looking for. So, yes. Man, we're going to on three different venues. I got to play to this audience, my my long lasting internet audience. This live streaming. <laughs> oh fuck that! <laughs> there are people here, but they're all cousins of mine. I have to take them out for coffee. Going all right. Well, that's it then. Eh? Any questions? No. Cool.